David. Good after afternoon, right? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Please start with the uh, update with Quinn and Watkins, what their status is, and if it impacts the rest of the week, what you're looking at. Um, I mean, they're in the protocol. Be honest, I don't know specifically when they'll be released, uh, or the details of that. But you know, we're working in a virtual mode today, just trying to make sure we got our hands uh, around the situation. So uh, we did the corrections from the game. You know, we, we were just gonna have meetings and. Uh, weightlifting today, so we did. We did everything virtual today. You said Quinn. Uh, you guys said all the coaches were vaccinated. So does Quinn have to pass a certain number of tests uh, before he come back? Or what, you don't yeah, there's. A, I'll be honest. I don't. I don't have the details of it. That's not really my expertise, frankly. But we have to. Uh, you know, you have the vaccinated. You have the unvaccinated. Rule steps uh, to get through the protocol. So that's that's what we're dealing with right now. Has anybody else been added to the? We have we have a total of five, so uh, a total of five, and we'll be, you know, dealing with that the rest of the day. So I just all, kind of, all players or, um, yeah, four players, one coach. Will that impact what you're what you plan to do tomorrow and, and Wednesday? Oh, I don't or? think so. No, we plan on practice tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow we want to we want to get back into a competitive practice. Hit the, uh, you know, kind of the install review, similar to what we did in the blue-white practice uh, last week. Uh, we'll do that tomorrow and the next day and then shift gears at the end of the week for Jacksonville. Who were the added people that were put in the protocol? That's going to be released today, isn't it? Well, because I'll be honest with you, that's Jim literally just got off the phone call. I, I, don't, I, don't have, I don't have all the information. I didn't bring it in here. I didn't think we are going to get this specific. It's three in addition to the two uh, from – Saturday right. night. So it's three in addition to the team. Yes. Yeah, right. three players. Um, you don't know which players to coach? Um, no, we'll find out. We'll just have Rich give it to you. Good. You can never specifically plan for this because it is a random thing, but did you just assume going into this year you were going to have more periods where you were going to have to deal with this and how is it incorporated in the system or what do you I mean I'm I'm probably a lot like you know everyone in here I mean I, I, I watch the numbers I listen to the you know the league's recommendations um, you know definitely aware of what's going on you know in our society you know definitely here locally and just anticipate you know just you know my, my job is to make sure that we have a plan regardless of what happens so uh, we, you know just the timing of it uh, right before the uh, you know you know 90 minutes whatever it was before the kickoff so when after the game was completed we came in as coaches you know yesterday and we went into a virtual uh, format just to be safe because we, we don't know because you know we all tested and you have to do the different types of tests so coaches went in a virtual format yesterday um, and then we did the same thing with the players today and you know uh, hopefully we get to that 72 hour mark uh, from from Saturday uh, we'll, you know hopefully we'll have more information there did you reiterate to the players at all about hey stay safe be careful just because of what happened yeah, definitely I mean it's you know the we're all we all understand the protocols I addressed it in the locker room after the game and you know we have everybody going through the proper testing um, both yesterday and today and we'll do so again tomorrow so you told the team after the game Saturday that hey, this is where we are we may go virtual. Look for email. I mean, just kind of. I just told I just told the team to be aware. I didn't go right into the virtual right after the game. But you know, we, we huddled uh, as coaches. I told them what um, I had an A and a B plan. You know what, what I was thinking. Um, but you know, just to make sure 
everybody tested the next morning, coaching staff, support staff. So that's what we did. And when we, when we were in here yesterday, we, we set the plan for the players. And you know, I think just like most things we do, we're just being caught, you know, cautious and want to make sure that uh, you know we we contain you know this this outbreak and um, just be smart with that. And you know, we have enough experience with the virtual you know the virtual format. And that's really what we did. We turned on the virtual format was the exact verbiage that I used. Just to be clear, is, is, is it three more players or two more players on the coach? Another three more players. Did you anticipate any uh, changes logistically uh, with the game day staff as to who's upstairs, who's downstairs? Or um, I, I don't, and, and I hope it stays, you know, where we are. But uh, yeah, I don't see any changes. You, you said after the game, you thought that you guys came out pretty healthy. Mm -hmm. did, that, did that end up being the case? That is the case. Yeah, we really don't have any new injuries to report. What appears to be a, a bit more of an unsettled backup quarterback situation than maybe you anticipated a few weeks ago. Does that alter in some ways how you will approach this final preseason game as far as who's yeah. in there at the time they get? I mean, we, we had a chance to watch the tape with the players, all the players, and obviously the quarterbacks are part of that. Uh, and just really the only real decision uh, that we made was, um, you know, Cooper will take the, the first reps this week. So, and we'll continue to evaluate. Part of that is because he, he didn't get it because of injuries, particularly before, and now he's just, yeah, with his play, he's earned a chance to get it. Yeah, he, he's earned this opportunity, absolutely. And sorry, that's first reps in practice or preseason game or start? Uh, practice, starting with practice. You know, start with practice tomorrow. What did, what did, well, obviously, Cooper was around you last year uh, and then released him. What did he do to kind of win you guys back over between what happened on the game and uh, when he came back last year? Well, I think really uh, starting in the postseason. You know, Cooper lives here year round. He's he's been here every day throughout the whole off season. Um, he's uh, super super intelligent. Has you know great understanding. Obviously knows the ropes around here. Um, so he has history in the offense. Is the point I'm making. Um, and and just frankly, you know, just was always preparing for his opportunity. And uh, you know, he's, he's fought through two injuries. Uh, you know, both the shoulder and the in the back. And and um, you know, I thought he played very well against Houston, and he's he's earned he's earned this opportunity. How did Malik Hooker come through physically with his extended time in the second half, and do you anticipate that he would be full go this week? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I have no reason not to believe that. Uh, so we'll, we'll see how he continues through, but he, he came out clean, you know, physically. What do you anticipate Dak doing uh, in practice? Just moving the numbers, uh, you know. Just uh, can continue to the volume of throws, and uh, just continue to build the workload capacity that we're, you know, working to get back to. To get any competitive throwing, I think is what you call it. We haven't addressed that yet. Yeah, I'll, I'll see how he's in here right now. So uh, when the, when the, when Jim and Britt uh, wrap up, I'll, we'll, you know, we'll set a plan for tomorrow. When he does come back for full team stuff, how do you? Or what are some of the things that you do to kind of jumpstart him to get back into a flow of playing week one and getting ready for as live action as, as you can get? Well, I mean, I'm sure you can understand there's a lot of conversation on exactly how do you bring him back in. I mean, I don't really want to get into a script where, where um, you know, you only want to run certain concepts and things like that because I, I think when he gets in there, he needs to be able to just go play. And then that's, that's part of our our plan and you know the caution that we're taking. Um, so that, that's why we're 
you know, I'm, I don't want to get them in there and just throw screens and three-step drop. I, I don't think that's the right answer. But, you know, we're continuing to, to work that, and we'll see how it shakes out this week. So that part, not misleading from a public perception, but like you say, he could be back at team drills now, but you just want him to have the full complement when he gets back in. You don't want to limit it to the most basic stuff and say, He's working his way back in. I mean, well, thank you for the follow-up question because I want to make it clear he can do a lot more in screens than three-step drops. So I mean, I, I, that, that's not what I was, was what I meant. So um, you know, if you watch the throws, you know, uh, Saturday night, I mean, he's he's making all the throws, the timing throws, and so forth. But yeah, it's just a, a matter. I, I just think it's you know, I, I think when you put him back in there, like you know, it just you, he had obviously a lot different injury in the spring. And we didn't put him in the team drills because we just, you know, we just wanted to be smart, and you know, we held off, held held off to the team drills until training camp. So, um, I just think when he's able to just cut it loose, not worry, we're not worried about the velocity of the throws, that you know, the distance of the throws, and all that. Um, it's that's why we're we're building, you know, we're building up to it, and when we get to the level that, uh, you know, Dak and Britt and the training staff feel like it's time to go, we'll go. Mike, back to Rush for a second. What did you see from him? Saturday night that you had not been seeing in practice because Gilbert had been getting almost all the one reps in practice too. Yeah, I, I think you know really Garrett would would he establish in his in the short opportunities last year was really you know, coming into the off season while we had him ahead of Cooper. So um, you know I thought Garrett played extremely well in the Pittsburgh game and you know and, and was consistent in the practice reps from from that point on. So, um, but Cooper's very steady, very consistent, um, has great understanding of everything you want to do, plays the game fast, uh, handles all the at-the-line commands and decisions. Uh, I think he's exceptional, frankly, uh, compared to, you know, people that, you know, over my career. So, um, but, you know, I just think it's a, it's a great example of a, of, a, of a player that just, you know, is the same guy every day, just keeps banging away. He's had two injuries that he's overcome. and. You know, he went in there and, you know, he's been consistent. He, you know, he stood in there and took some shots against the Pittsburgh game, made some throws. So, uh, you know, same thing in Arizona. Didn't get as many looks as you maybe like, but he did a heck of a job, you know. And, and I could see, you know, you could see what the decision to, to get him in there was because, you know, it, we wanted to make sure that he got the opportunities that, you know, that we gave to Garrett. Has Dan been participating in virtual meetings? I'm sorry? Dan yes, I talked to Dan again this morning. You know, he's feeling good, so he's he's been in all the meetings virtually. I know y'all, you're not done with him yet, but just what are your thoughts on the way that the league has kind of staggered the cuts with the, you know, these two cuts of five before you do the final cut? Yes, if I like it. Like it, dislike it. What do you think about it? Oh, I'm I'm a little short from the last fine I got, so I'll just uh, we'll just we're, we're dealing we're dealing with it. So it's uh you know it it's, it it's new. Everything's new. You know, just last year was new. This year's new. So you know, I, I think like any coach, you know, player roster, you like to have them all you know going through it. But you know, we're gonna have to you know get that cleared up by Tuesday. Well, it's definitely decision making. I mean, it's you know just like anything. If you, if you if you look at interceptions and how they're evaluated, I, I know the way I've been part of it in my career. You know, there's 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 throws, you know, and then there's decisions, and you just you know you can't have the decision 
interceptions. You know, the, the first one, he, he misses the throw. He's on, he's on, he's, it's movement. He puts it on the wrong shoulder, and, you know, it happens. You know, ball gets tipped, and, and um, you know, the result is what it is. But, uh, you know, the two decision ones, that, that those are the ones that all quarterbacks, you know, especially Ben, uh, and, he, you know, especially when you're playing in the second half of preseason games, there's more things going on. Um, you know, things aren't as clean. That, that's been the history of preseason. So you have to be smarter with the football. Is the opener far enough away that the situation you all are in right now, and you're not concerned about it affecting things that far down the road? I mean, I'm, I'm focused on having a good plan for when, when we can get the full offense out there. Um, the defense has been further ahead than the offense. Uh, I think it clearly you know, took another step this week. So uh, we, we have to get our timing down. On offense, and you know we'll we'll continue to work at the best we can. So, but I, you know, I'm not concerned. We'll we'll be ready to go. On the screen, you 20 Pollard for the touchdown on Saturday. He was able to slow down the blitzer and still put himself in position to make the catch. Of the three elements that encompass the complete back, where have you seen him progress? Well, I mean, it's a great play. Uh, it'll be on the teaching rails moving forward because you know you're always looking for a B gap entry to run the screen. You're also looking for a C gap chip entry, and that's that's about as clean as a. C gap entry that that um, that we've had. So, and it was great patience by Tony too to keep the ball right on the numbers. We call run, you know talk about running the sidewalk and letting uh, Zach get out in front where he's able to score. So I, I just think it shows Tony's experience and feel. Um, even going a step further when you know when he hit the inside run and just you know didn't even waste a step, didn't even blink and you know challenged both safeties and almost split them. So uh, Tony's having a great camp. The COVID situation here does that impact your five moves that you have to make by tomorrow? Uh, definitely, yeah, definitely could. So it's um, you know that's that's part of the you know you got the COVID exemptions and so forth. And you know, frankly, I'm actually going from here to a personnel meeting, so I'm sure we'll be talking about it. For clarity, you know, maybe you might need to go to the personnel meeting to know, but if these players are on COVID protocol, are they part of the active roster, or would you need to get down to? Eighty in the same way. I'm, I didn't follow the first part of your question. Right. So you have to get to eighty by tomorrow, correct? Tomorrow, yep, Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, with four players being on this COVID protocol, does that take you four spots closer to eighty, or no? My understanding is yes. But to activate them, you have to. Yeah, I mean, based on the state we're in, we would have to release one player tomorrow, one. which was. Michael's, right? That's what you're asking. This is Thanks, Clarence. <laughs> <laughs> this is the last two years. Well, no, I, you, got the CBA, you got the CBA pulled up right there. I got you. Yeah. I forgot my notes. Four, four players on protocol. Four players on protocol. That's about as many as you guys have in all last season, roughly. I didn't keep score. You would know better than I do. I, yeah, I was just trying to keep the ship going. So, so this current. How does this influence your messaging with the team? What, what is your messaging as you guys go through this together? Well, I mean, the, the messaging is constant. I mean, you know, it, anytime there's a, a memo that comes in from the league or the, or the NFLPA, it's I mean, it's always communicated. And, and uh, I really like the player council that, that we put together. Those guys are active. And so, yeah, it's uh, I, we all have clear understanding with the state of, you know, what we're in. I mean, it's, you know, we're, we're by no means clear of what went on last year. So, I mean, we're taking the same same approach. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Just the three additional names. Uh,
Israel Nuku Ama.